0: Hi everyone, you're listening to In the Open, a podcast by Mental Health America, where we talk all things mental health related.
1: Hi guys, it's America and Teresa, we're back for another session of In the Open. And today we're going to be talking about feeling awkward. As you can imagine, that's a feeling that's very uh, (laughs) close to mine in Teresa's heart. (laughs) I think this feeling is so common, but it extends to so many different aspects of our life. So take a deep breath. We're going to dive deep because Teresa's kind of freaking out already. I just, there is like the
0: opposite of awkwardness is to have utter confidence. And I look at people who appear to exude utter confidence and I don't know how they exist. Like, they seem to me like aliens like that either
1: is not real or they do something i ebb and flow between the two because sometimes i feel like super comfortable and confident and then there's moments when i'm just like i, I have no idea what to say my words are fumbling yeah. you know so um it's so common but When, when we talk about feeling awkward, is there like one thing that pops into your mind immediately, Teresa? Life. (laughs) My whole, okay. Okay. I will, I
0: actually think about this a lot because I, I have like some social anxiety and I've worked with clients who have really severe social anxiety. So I'll get the sweats, but I won't necessarily have a panic attack like regularly around a social situation. I'll have one once in a while. But when I thought about why I'm awkward, I realized that I spent a lot of time in my early childhood alone. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't learn normal social behaviors or interactions. With, like, how to navigate new relationships or any relationships. I basically had zero friends until the third grade. Like, zero friends. When you're saying, like, oh, you really had no friends. I'm like, oh, no. I had no no friends. I was poor. I had silver teeth. So, all the kids were scared of me. I didn't know how to talk to people. I get you. I sat at recess by myself. I was that kid. And I don't even... I ended up changing schools in the third grade, and that was probably the best thing that happened for me because it let me start over again. Mm. And then I didn't learn how to make friends until I was in the third grade. But that feeling and that awkwardness like, really stuck with me in my whole life. And I still feel paralyzed when asked questions or put on the spot. And that feeling of just like, I don't I don't know how it's normal to navigate how to be responsive as a human being. <laughs> yeah. When I'm caught. So it's not even just like, oh, I'm awkward. It's the combination of 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 the feeling because of the moment. Like if I'm caught in a moment where I'm asked a question that I'm not ready for, oh man, I just feel that feels.
1: Yeah. You're talking a a for me it it really resonates this idea of um the social awkwardness like how to how to navigate talking to people, even because I can see you, right? And like, how to even like stand next to somebody, like kind of oh f- your physical God. presence and stuff. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> I went to a party where I got so stuck in my head that I became paralyzed. And my my family and I joke now because we were like, we we're talking about our anxiety and how it manifests in our actual behaviors and and we we call it like just being so 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 in your head you're just stuck and yeah. you're like hey why is Teresa just standing in the middle of that grass over there <laughs> <laughs> having a moment yeah but in and literally in my head i'm like processing all the things and then you're like why why are you just standing over here like a weirdo like why are you just staring at these people like
1: <laughs> yes that's the feeling that i get when we're talking about this specifically, like, and you feel it all over, right? Because you just in different spaces, you have to be like all internal, like just just look like nothing's wrong, <laughs> just look like nothing's wrong, nothing's happening, nothing's that. But inside, you're just like <laughs> running around, you know,
0: like that boy in Inside Out where he's like
1: the girl's <laughs> talking to me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So when I think about feeling awkward. New situations sometimes are definitely a space where I'm just like, I have to navigate. I have to say things the right way, not to be all like weird. So I guess it would depend on the social situation, right? Like if it's work or if it's school or if it's like you're out with friends. I remember a time in my life where, you know, I spent time hanging out late at night. We're out two, three in the morning and everything's fun But I always was the person that's kind of like relaxed and chill hanging out in the back. I'm not the one like in your face. You know, my friends were the ones that were in your face talking to strangers and stuff. And I'm like, stranger danger, you know, (laughs) like don't talk to me. (laughs) But you had to talk to people, you know, like that's how you get to know others. But I never really thought about it the way that we're talking about it today. It's like that's that's just normal.
0: I do think that pe- some people just feel more awkward than other people. And I think a lot of it has to do with mental health and our brains. Like if you have anxiety or depression or self-doubt mm-hmm. or just situations in your life where you've been traumatized by social interactions, then you haven't built up those practices or you have things you're working through in your mind, (laughs) Mm -hmm. how do other people react to you when you get awkward, right? that To me, that's always the moment where I'm like, ah, you're spilling.
1: (laughs) You're being weird. There's different examples in how people respond. In some, there will be a person in the group or whatever that I kind of feel like they're a life raft. They see you kind of struggling and I, and without even really knowing you, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. they may feel, and I don't know, they may feel your energy, whatever that you're putting out and you're like, and they're like, give you enough cushions so that you don't feel like you're the only one. Mm-hmm. And those people are fabulous because innately they can pick mm-hmm. up on it.
0: Yeah. They're like, come here, sit with me.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> So I—that's one type of person. The other type of person is, you know, when the one that's kind of eyeballing you, are like, sorry, sorry that, sorry that joke wasn't funny. <laughs> 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 and they like make it known that it's awkward, and you're just like, oh my god. So then you internalize that even more. Or when
0: someone tells you, like I use humor or self-deprecating humor to ground myself and Mm -hmm. sometimes the worst thing happens when the person is trying to validate me to tell me that I'm not weird but then they'll say it out loud like no you're not weird or you're not x y or z and I'm just like don't call it out that's worse (laughs) now I'm in a cycle in the circle of shame spiraling yeah. With the like, I don't even know what tail I'm chasing. You know, just like, oh crap! Now I feel bad that I was talking about how weird I am
1: <laughs> because of be, so because I've had that experience. I find myself oftentimes being that person to like help others because I don't want them to feel what I felt. You know, yeah. so then I'll I'll, I'll kind of jump in and be like, yeah, you know, I've heard about whatever I've seen whatever. Yeah, you know, whatever it is. So that you're not out there swimming on your own. Yeah. But so uh, outside
0: of like global awkwardness, which I feel like as I've gotten older, I have figured out how to be less awkward over time. I had to learn how to make friends. I had to learn how to carry a conversation. I had to learn how to ask questions and listen and not monopolize
1: mm-hmm. or be
0: really weird, which is when I would just stare at people <laughs> very, very intently. <laughs> intensely like i w- so this is so weird to so, I- i'm starting to realize that like i i think that there was a whole period of my life where i was trying to learn how to be a normal human being but in learning how to do it i paid so much attention to it that i made myself even more weird
1: an example
0: mm-hmm. is how to smile and look at people and so i would yeah. pay attention to my smile I'd be like smile but then i would forget to smile with my eyes so i would just <laughs> look plastic person (laughs) and I feel like conversations like are like that where now I know that part of the awkwardness is like feeling like I'm not genuine like if I'm being fake Mm -hmm. if I'm being if I feel fake and it's because I think that I'm trying to act a certain way to say something that I am actually making myself even more awkward because of it so I've learned that like oh this is what it feels to feel calm. And to feel comfortable and be yourself, and when you're that way, you're not as awkward. But when you're trying to perform or do something, and you're not ready or you don't feel right, like you just like I just then it just comes out like fake.
1: Or I I have done that, and and it really is. I like your analogy there of a performance, right? Where you feel all right. I got to put on my face and and smile and dance or whatever, and then. In the middle of it, I have felt myself talking and I'm like, what the hell are you saying? Yeah, the thing in your head is like, abort! Stop
0: (laughs) talking! But, okay, so I will say though that now as an older person, I have fewer moments like that because I am more comfortable in my body but the where it comes out is when I'm under extreme stress. That makes sense. if I'm meeting someone new or have to talk to people that I don't know, that -hmm. person will come back out where you're like, oh wow I forgot that Teresa existed because you've been able to just sit around your house by yourself for the last 18 months. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're like, oh this is so awkward. You Then you start to realize like being friends or talking to people is really a practice. And you're like, oh, shoot, man, I am so awkward because I'm so out of practice.
1: So let me ask you something. Do you think that um, you mentioned it a little bit earlier how for people that deal with mental health struggles like this feeling of awkwardness is different because There's so much going on in our heads that it's just like overwhelmingly like if normal awkwardness is like at our level four, then if when you're dealing with awkwardness with a mental health condition, it's like eight. I mean, I don't
0: I can't speak for a non mental health brain, non mental illness brain, you know. But in my brain, I I do have started. You know, this, this ties back to that conversation we had about like normal, not normal. You know, yeah, yeah. When you're trying to navigate a social situation, you you feel a lot of shame about the way that you're acting in a group or whatever, and so it's it's hard not to be like, well, am I being normal right now? Like, are people like do people just think you're a weirdo? Is this why I have no friends? <laughs> is this why it's so hard to make friends and and then it's like as I get into adulthood it's like oh friends of a certain type it's like friends who seem freed up and then it's hard for me not to be like well is that because of social media and the way that they portray relationships or is that you know is is this like what are friendships supposed to be like non-awkward friends I don't know. All of those questions Dude. happen all at the same time and in very intense feelings in those moments where you're having social awkwardness. And so it's it's hard not to just feel a lot of freaking huge feelings in micro moments and I don't know if if, if people who don't struggle with mental health problems feel feel that way. Like if they're because there's a whole part of your brain, like in part of the research around social connections, that they that the brain researchers are like, oh well, there's a whole section of your brain that manages, you know, the way that you perceive threats and the way that you perceive pleasure as separate and part of the way it talks to that part where you have to negotiate social relationships. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I'm like, there's something definitely awry with that connection in my brain. You know, that just feels like it looks different from the way other people seem to navigate.
1: To navigate that space. Yeah. I've seen that. There are several folks that I can think of that have that ease about them, at at least externally. They completely just are popped into any space and they just look super comfy and like they could have been lifelong friends with this complete stranger on the bus. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to make sure that my body doesn't look strange sitting next to you, you know? Mm-hmm. So and it, I, I definitely think it's something either learned for in many situations or for others, you know, it learned both positive and negative because in your experience, you're talking about early on, you know, when you're a kid, you really you really didn't learn how to manage that space. Yeah. So, everything that we are, you know, everything related to how we function in social situations, I think stems from all those aspects of our childhood, both learned
0: and part of who our brains are. Yes, for yes. sure.
1: Yeah. Because I'm going to let me tell you this example. You know, for the kids in my life, one is like super in your face, can have conversations with adults, no issue, like talk about National Geographic or something, you know, and you'll be like, wow, that's awesome. And the other one is kind of like, hi, that's it. Don't have anything else to say here. Yeah. (laughs) And it's very different environments that they've grown up in. So all of that, I think, plays into it. And then as an adult, you know, for me, when I think about all of this, there are things that are innate, but I've also learned, you know, to just kind of navigate and be like, okay, well, in this space, I, I'm more comfortable here because, oh, look, there's somebody that looks like me, you know, that yeah. aspect is very important. There's some inkling of connection with somebody, even if it's a perceived connection. The connection helps to reduce
0: the negative feelings, mm-hmm. the underlying experience behind awkwardness is shame. Because if you're not confident and comfortable in a space, what happens when we feel awkwardness is that we feel bad about who we are like I don't belong or I am I am flawed I literally cannot Mm -hmm. make or have a normal conversation without being weird in this moment which I think that a lot of people can feel like everybody has had moments in their life where they feel this way but for people with kind of our brains that we have you know then It's just worse. It just happens way more often. And so it's something you really have to battle and negotiate and learn to build those muscles with more intention to like put it in its place, you know, like to be like, you know what, to accept yourself. Like, yeah, you're awkward and you but you don't don't internalize it. That's the key. That's the difference between being an introvert and having like social anxiety or awkwardness, because I think the introverts can have that dialogue in their head but they don't feel bad about it. They might even feel some pleasure by the process in their head. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. I'm kind of in this space. But if you combine introversion with like really with severe anxiety or isolation or awkwardness like you didn't learn, how, then, then the, the phrases that come with that conversation are like, oh, that's interesting. I'm having this dialogue in my head. But now I'm also feeling bad that I can't negotiate the social interaction like a normal human being.
1: Well, you know how um, last week we were talking about how not necessarily being ready to get back to normal. Mm -hmm. And I think all of that is tied to this, right? Where we may have felt at different times a disconnection with other people and learning how to engage again in in meaningful relationships and and learning how to do that. Mm Because it's kind of like, I feel like it's broken, you know how they're like, if you learn how to ride a bike, you get it and you don't ride for many years, you just pick right up again, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But learning how to feel less awkward or how to interact with other people, it's not as easy. It's not, you just get back up there and just, no, yeah. you got to manage all the stuff that's going on in your head and be like, okay, it's okay that you're kind of freaking out. I'm sure the other people are also freaking out.
0: Yes. There's a lot of self-talk in the practice Mm -hmm. of being less awkward, for sure.
1: What I really think about is this connection between how we feel inside and then have to verbalize it. And for me and you, it's so easy because we get it. Like you and I are, are vibe off each other, and we're just like, oh my god, you know, and our face does the same thing. And that's because we feel comfortable. But if you're new to like, to kind of sharing this info, like, how do you even go about it? Like, I cannot even imagine having a conversation. But wait, when I say that, this one thing comes to mind. Because I was at a conference once and I didn't know anybody there. It was on the other side of the country. And I was just like, oh, my God, what am I doing here? I don't know nothing, you know, like, and I remember this one person looking at me and and like we sat next to each other because we just were loners, you know, and we were just like, hi, I'm such and such. And she was like, hi, I'm such and such. Great. You're my friend now. Mm -hmm. You know, like we've connected enough. And it and it allowed for me to feel just an inkling of safety yes yeah safety
0: to let it down to let it to let go to take a breath yes because that is what that feels like I do even now as an adult sometimes meet people at random places and I'm just like will you be my friend (laughs) which is what yeah you're good at that when I learned how to make friends when I was eight and I was like, oh, well, would you be my friend? And it was so revolutionary for me that it was that easy to just ask another human being if they wanted to be my friend. And I feel like that stuck. And sometimes I still do that as an adult.
1: That's great, though.
0: Where I'm just like, oh, you seem cool. Will you just be my friend? Can we hang out? <laughs> can we? Yeah. Can we... I do like what you just said. Like, can we be, can we be awkward together? Except, you know, there's a bit of rejection fear there because have you ever met somebody who was like really cool and you were like, hey, will you be my friend? Because this has happened where they're like, I'm like, oh, can you be my friend? And they're like, yeah. And they're and you're immediately, you know, you're like, oh, no, that person is going (laughs) to (laughs) leave. They're they're like, no, I don't think so. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I got my own peeps. And you're like, okay,
1: go again, round two. God, I can't. I, I'm i having a hard time processing because I'm hearing you talk. And all of these situations are popping up in my head because I've been on the other side of it where, like, my attention is is being diverted, right, by so many people like, hey, America, I don't want to talk. And, you know, when you find somebody that you do latch on to, right? You just latch on. So I've been in spaces where I can't have you latched on to me right now because I'm doing other things. And then I feel like I have to put the person like on the side and be like, I'll be right back. But that right back, it extends into being an hour because I've done other things and have to talk to other people. Yeah. And I feel so bad. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I was your like anchor, but I had to drop you. You know what I mean?
0: Well, so, but that explains the nuance. And I think that's why if I'm on the receiving end of that experience, it's not your job to totally make me figure it out and fix it. Like it's my job to work on feeling comfortable. And Mm -hmm. the practice of it is like, oh, like going to a restaurant by yourself or going to a movie theater by yourself or going to a conference by yourself and knowing that it's okay that when you are in a room scoping around nobody is paying attention to you but when you're in your head you think that people are like you think yeah. that people are looking at you like you're strange because you feel strange
1: mm-hmm. but it's
0: no one's responsibility to make me feel comfortable except myself because nobody can battle that mountain that I have in my head dude no yeah. one right no other human no, being. that's
1: a very Very important
0: point. The freaking mountain and how big I've built it in my head, except for me. And it's my responsibility to be like, what can you do right now to reduce the actual physiological energy that you're carrying? And and sometimes some some tricks that I've learned is to find a place to sit down. Um, dude, the inventions of phones has helped a lot because now I can use this energy to put it into something that doesn't look weird. No, I'm not even joking. Like, no, when... you crack
1: me up, though. The inventions of phones, <laughs> the invention of the cell
0: phone, revolutionized my life because I could literally be like, just go sit on that chair and pretend like you're looking at your phone.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's a safety mechanism.
0: Yeah. Blend in, you know, you'll learn how to blend in without feeling weird. And then you can focus on yourself and be like, you're fine. Like you're in the space. No one cares. Like just Mm -hmm. do you
1: be cool. Like you're chill. It's all right. Yeah. That that phrase right there is so important. Be cool. Relax. Nobody is stressing out as much as you are right now because they are dealing with the same thing.
0: And then I do think that when I'm in that mind space where I can let go, then I can, re- then I also find that the bounce back from the awkwardness is faster. Because what happens too when you're like super awkward, you get stuck in the awkwardness in that cycle. Mm-hmm. But like as I practice calming down and just like putting things where they belong in the mind space, then I can recover from awkward moments way better. Yeah. To, get to the space of comfort and just to be. Who I am and trust that who I am is good enough. It's like, cool. It's fine, man. Like,
1: stop it. I, I totally believe in what you're saying. I But I also know that it has taken me a very long time. Even when I now, when I try to navigate new spaces and I'm just like, eh, and then I'm just like, just do it. Okay, fine. And I get like the, Ooh. all the power in me, like Care Bears or something like, you know, mm-hmm. to like be as present as I can in that moment yeah, and not automatically make the choice, be like, find an exit now, you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I love the techniques that you're talking about, like finding a space. I, I do that. I find a space, even if it's just like a tiny little corner. For some reason, I feel like even a wall, you know, like just having the physical touch against something is so important. I don't know why that is, but I think it is. And then, You know, trying, taking those little baby steps to figure out, like, what happened in this particular case that made me, like, lose it. I need to figure that out so that I don't do it again. Mm -hmm. And if I have the same kind of experience somewhere, what can I do that's different?
0: Okay, I'll add an additional layer as we're processing. So, yes, how stressed out I am it directly correlates with how awkward I feel. But the other additional layer is if I am also stressed because I feel like I'm in a high stakes judgmental situation. Mm-hmm. like there's something about the judgment of others that just mm-hmm. elevates awkwardness so if you like uh, yeah it is about those all eyes are on you you know like that's why I yes. like getting cornered to answer a question that you're not prepared for or like be in front of people or like when you're meeting someone new that feels important like mm-hmm. like we just met our boss and I'm positive that my entire team and myself were like ooh. You want to try and have, like, a a good impression. Like, interviews are like this, you know, where you have to, like, <laughs> pretend like I'm a cool person or, like, I can do this job. Like, yeah. all those kinds of situations are the exact kind of scenarios that will increase the likelihood that I will be awkward and then feel immediate shame for being awkward. Same thing with new groups. So I don't know if you experience this as a woman, but are women extra judgy? So, like, if I have to yeah. go meet a bunch of women folks – Oh yeah, what is about that? I'm look, tra- I can't even try to pretend <laughs> like I'm gonna make new women friends like
1: very stressful. And I would say and I don't I'm gonna say this with this caveat around the Latino community in the Latino community that I have been in contact with that that game is like high stakes <gasps> because it impacts how your family is seen and all this stuff and you're like, I've never met your father, you know, (laughs) you don't even know who you are. But then it turns out like, oh, you're seven times removed my cousin. It's like, oh, I I didn't know that. Sorry. (laughs) So the judgment game is so it can be so damaging. If you don't prepare yourself for it and know what you're going into, and I don't think you always do, but at least you have you can have in the back of your mind like, all right, I know that this may not be the safest space ever, but I do know this. I know I rock at home and I know that I can have good relationships with people because I have at least two. You know what I mean? (laughs) And like something like that, that gives me enough firepower Mm -hmm. internally to be like, I can do this. I can do this. Wow. I love
0: that. That's so brave. I didn't even think about the cultural context, but when you said it, I realized I immediately started chewing my fingers off and that I have actively avoided being with Vietnamese people (laughs) because I don't think I can handle the additional expectations of what it means to also navigate those expectations, you know? Oh, man, we used to talk about this, like what it means to go walk in a supermarket where you suddenly have to speak your native language but you don't feel like you're really good or fluent at it like that is what that feeling is
1: i feel more i, I feel a lot of judgment um whenever i go into like the international markets mm-hmm. because i i can speak both languages fluently but it's more like the cashiers like they speak to me in spanish and then i respond in english it's automatic right for me and then they'll look at me like Oh, you can't speak Spanish. And, and like, for, for a moment, I'm like, I can give you a whole conversation in Spanish, but it's just automatic. Don't judge me, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why? I don't even know this person. Yeah. I have no freaking place in my life other than doing this service for me at this moment.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's so powerful. Like, even someone who is a complete stranger can make you, yes. can create this situation where you just feel. It's not okay to just be who you are. Yeah. So you have to do a lot of self-talk. You have to remember where these feelings come from, try to put them in their place. I also do find that if I'm very stressed, I will ruminate for a longer period of time. So I'll internalize that shame and then I'll basically replay it over and over. And when I'm in a really bad spot, I'll think about these interactions for like seven days. (laughs) And you're like, that person has gotten over it so long ago. Like they're definitely not even thinking about you, but why are you still thinking and replaying that situation over and over and over? Like somehow replaying it is going to change it and it doesn't. And then I have to remember like, whoa, dude, stop doing that. You're in your stupid trap. Cause that was like a bad, that's a bad habit that like that's feeding the anxiety, you
1: know? Mm -hmm. I am of the belief that the people that really make a difference in your life are the ones that accept you for who you are in your full glory, right? Like awkward, silly, whatever it is. And those are like, those are my people that they're still around my life 20, 30 years later, right? The other part of it is, okay, well, I totally 100% believe that there is a level of awkwardness that people are going to feel for always because that's just human nature. We are, as a species, we are kind of leery of new situations. Why? Because our brain triggers, right, the safety, fear, mm-hmm. whatever, right? That's just us. So we're going to always be gauging, like, is this a safe space? This is this a safe space? I don't know. Not sure. Right, you know? right, 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 right. You got to find you got to find your people. I think that that always makes a huge difference in how you're going to feel. But you also have to feel what you have already come to understand. Like, this is who I am. I'm all right with that. Yeah.
0: Getting to that space has helped me feel even better. And Mm -hmm. that's when I finally got to the place where it didn't matter. The more I can be in that space where I just like who I am and I don't care what other people think and I can bounce back that judgment, then I am, this is the best place that someone can be when they're struggling with feeling awkward.
1: One of the things that I have found in speaking to like, you know, nine, 10, 11 year olds or whatever, they are learning how to feel awkward because of different social situations. And it's not a good thing or it's not a bad thing, right? Like I would love for people not to, Not to feel negative in any space, unwelcomed in any space. But that's not life. So you have to learn how to navigate that space when you're like, yeah, this isn't necessarily where I want to find myself and be. So I'm going to find a better space for me. And I say that with the idea that when we start exploring about what we can do to feel less awkward, I totally think that it's connected to finding people similar to you that share anything that is close to who you are at at your true person. Yeah. And when you do that,
0: you feel more comfortable with who you are and accepting who you are.
1: We're going to talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Keep fighting in the open people.
0: Thanks all. Bye.